Window World is proud to present Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Simply the best for less at windowskansascity.com. Hey, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Now they are bound and determined to win the offseason as they signed a punter on Thursday, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but this is a very big and important story that really identifies the system, the organization, and the DNA of the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to start with sports today. We're brought to you by Amazing Garage Floors online at AmazingGarageFloors.net. Don't forget, Amazing Garage Floors can seal your concrete driveway as well. You can add years of life to your driveway. I've got a buddy who's got the last 10 feet or so of his two-car driveway in Olathe, the house that he bought that is just pocked and eroded away. The rest of it isn't. That's from the city throwing stuff all over it. You need to protect what you have. And you can save this concrete. If it's too far gone, he'll tell you. If you've got good concrete, you need to get it sealed. Your driveway, your sidewalks, your front porch, they do it all at AmazingGarageFloors.net. And they're scheduling right now for garage floor services as the weather is warming up. 913-636-1840, online at AmazingGarageFloors.net. Welcome back to the podcast. John and Heather Hutchins, they're great, great patriots. Veteran owned and operated. All right, so the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. And that's three times this era of Chiefs football has won the Super Bowl. They're clearly the best organization in football, clearly the best combination of what's most important, coach and quarterback. But in addition to that, the owner has to be good too. So let's, if we're talking about the three most important people in a football organization, the NFL, we've always said in this order, it is quarterback, coach, owner. That's the way it goes. And the Chiefs have that covered. They have the best quarterback arguably the best coach, arguably the best owner. So they've got all of those boxes checked, but they also have an amazing young general manager in Brett Veach who just continues to win draft pick after draft pick and has rebuilt his defense in a, in a fashion so stunning we can't believe what we saw. They used the Tyreek Hill trade to do this, and they may use Legereus Sneed this offseason to get even more, to find a, a real franchise one wide receiver or a future tight end or whatever it may be. I don't know what the Chiefs have in mind. Legereus needs a great player. I'd lo- we'd all love to see him re-signed. But if they can get a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and a fifth-round pick for Legereus Need, I think they might trade him and just continue to get younger and younger and younger. When you've won three Super Bowls, you get to do things that nobody else can do. You just become more and more dangerous. This thing manifests itself. It's a, it's a hungry beast, and it just can, they continue to feed it. There's nobody in Kansas City going to question any moves the Chiefs make. You can't. And if you ever were, it would have been when they let Tyreek Hill walk and made that trade. But that's won them two Super Bowls since they traded Tyreek Hill. You can't argue what they do. So the Chiefs did something that I don't think is particularly bold, but apparently in NFL circles or Major League Sports circles, this is really bold. On Thursday, they signed punter Matt Areza. Areza, I don't like his nickname. He's called the punt god. I, I don't like that nickname. We're going to need a better nickname than that. I, I, I just don't like invoking God with kickers, p- football players, any athletes, whatever. I, I just don't. Areza, if you don't know his story, the important part is his backstory. All right, let's, let's get to the business first. Tommy Townsend's free agent. He signed with Drew Rosenhaus last year to be his agent last year, and the Chiefs knew the writing was on the wall. He's going to go to the highest bidder. So we need Chiefs are getting cheaper here too. They're going to save money with Matt Areza. Matt Areza's never punted a football in a regular season NFL game. At San Diego State, he was nicknamed the punt god. 
He was drafted in the sixth round by the Buffalo Bills. His first kick in the preseason for the Bills was 82 yards long. This guy is a bomber of a punter, like a complete field position changer, which actually for the Chiefs is a bigger weapon than the pinning inside the 10 sort of thing, whatever. It, it just really is. If the Chief, if you hold the Chiefs three and out at the 17, you need a guy that can kick 160 yards. That's really what you're looking for. That's a bigger deal for the Chiefs than, than pinning him down. But Matt Areza was released by Buffalo in August of 22. So that's a little over, that's about 18 months ago. He was released by the Bills after a civil suit was filed in California that named Matt Areza in a gang rape that allegedly happened in college at San Diego State. There's two important things here. One is no charges had ever been brought. No crime was ever charged or even offered up. No, never accused of, of a This was a civil charge, which means civil charge is simple. This woman came forward. She filed a civil charge. She mentioned uh, multiple people. Apparently, there was. she claimed she was gang raped while at San Diego State, and she wanted money for it. It's a civil suit. Well, he got drafted. He got a big, fat paycheck for getting drafted. He was going to make the NFL minimum, which is big money, what, six, $700,000 a year he's going to make going forward and probably get millions and millions of dollars down the road. So this thing gets filed. Buffalo panics. They cut him. They release him. Nobody touches him last year. No, nobody touches the guy. It's just he's out. He doesn't. He doesn't play for two seasons. He's done. He doesn't play. He doesn't play in twenty two. Doesn't play in twenty three. No charge. The authorities in California said there was no reason to bring any charges. The whole thing is dropped. The case is withdrawn by her. Nothing happened. He's completely exonerated. Maintained his innocence the whole time, but was dragged through the media for a year and a half like some guilty rapist. This is criminal activity. We need laws on the books to protect men in this country. I am going to turn the Chiefs punter situation political. I'm going to do that. We do not fight for men in this country. We don't. Men are seen as the majority, especially white men that don't need any help, any laws, anything, whatever. They're fair game. They're so good and so privileged and so on their own. We don't need anything for them. And that's not true. Because there are men targeted everywhere with false claims of harassment in the workplace, rape, sexual violence, and and I don't know what the percentage is. This is not a few random cases. It's happening everywhere, every day in this country, that women are making false claims against men because it's easy and they can settle. And for some reason, men will. We have two really strong men in sports that have been basically blackballed. The other is Trevor Bauer, the baseball pitcher. We'll get to him in a moment. Matt Areza fought this the whole way. His parents stood by him. The family stood by him. They're like, this is a good young man. He did not take part in a gang rape. He has been totally blackballed by NFL teams, not the NFL itself, but NFL teams have said, we're not going to touch the guy. This thing's gone. This thing didn't happen. I mean, if you're really being honest about this and you're looking at this, there's like a 90-some percent chance that none of this ever happened, that she was never even attacked or raped or anything, that this was complete fraud. Now, is she being sued? No. Is she going to jail? No. Is she being arrested? No. Did Matt Areza lose two years in the NFL? Yes. And he's been sitting out there. 
So for some reason, the Chiefs are some bold team for signing this guy. I don't think they're bold at all, but I will tell you this. When you've won three freaking Super Bowls and your punter is becoming a free agent, you go get this guy in a heartbeat. He's going to be the best punter in this league. And it's a punter. It's not the best quarterback in the league. It's the best punter in the league. He's got a golden leg. This is a whole different deal. I don't see any way that his past follows him or this alleged suit. Again, there was no referral for charges. There was nothing from this case. And she withdrew it. Basically said, my bad. I was trying to extort the guy and get money. And the other dudes, I was trying to get money from all of them. It didn't work. I'm out. Because there's no repercussions for the woman. There is no reason for women to not do this if they think they can get money. Think of all the criminals in the world, all the people that will steal, rob, break a rule, commit fraud, do different things to make money. Think of all the shysters in the world. Now, think about half of them could be women. And what is the best way to do it? If there are no repercussions, this why wouldn't you do this? Why wouldn't you do it in the workplace? Why wouldn't you complain to HR? Why wouldn't you just come forward and say, I was raped, he grabbed my ass, this happened at work, get rid of it. Like, a guy that's one level ahead of you in a corporation and you want his job, he grabbed my ass. He touched me inappropriately. Whoosh, gone. Out. Almost no questions asked. Woman comes forward, says this happened. Dude is gone. That's just how it works. We've got to get some guardrails here, folks. We got to do something. Matareza lost two years of kicking in the National Football League for no reason at all. The Chiefs have brought him in. I Again, I see nothing controversial about this. I see nothing dangerous for the women of Kansas City or the females that work at Arrowhead Stadium. I don't see any of that. None, zero. This is nothing. This is a, this is a complete non-story, but it does show you when you've won three Super Bowls, you get to be the Kansas City Chiefs. You get to go do what you want. And people are going to look at you and go, dang, I wish we were in a position we could do that. Guess who's in a position to do that? Kansas City Chiefs. So they're going to save millions of dollars over the next few years in what their punter costs, which is important here. Yes, we lose a valuable punter that won a couple of Super Bowls in Kansas City, but he's going to go for the money, and I don't blame him. You've won a couple of rings, go punt for another team. You're a punter. Good for him. Good for him. Get If you're a punter, get all you can when you can. For sure. Go get it. And the days of Justin Reed... Our safety, being the backup place kicker, are over because Matt Areza can kick field goals too. If Butker goes down, Areza will kick the field goals, He and he can bomb them. This guy has a golden leg, I'm telling you. So the story here for the Chiefs is they're going to freaking win this offseason. You know they are. How they do it, we, everybody's so wound up. I'm like, God, could we just enjoy winning the Super Bowl? Is Chris Jones going to be here? What's going to happen to Jarius Sneed? I get asked questions all the time. I'm like, just relax. They've won three Super Bowls. They'll get this right. If they let somebody go, the return they get is better than what they let go. That's just what the Chiefs are. Leo Chanel's a tremendous young linebacker. Willie Gay's going to depart. He's going to be gone. Well, I like Willie Gay. He's a good player. He's too expensive now. He's going to be gone. Leo Chanel, step up. Third-year player, still playing on his first contract. Super Bowl hero, by the way. The highest-rated Chiefs defensive player in the Super Bowl was Leo Chanel. <laughs> I mean, they just keep doing it. 
it's it's really hard to be in my business right now with the Chiefs. You can't question anything. There's nothing you can question. They, they're, they're too good at what they do. Now, they're going to make some mistakes at some point, but I don't know when. I don't know when. This isn't one. I give a 99.9% chance this is nothing but success, and this guy's here punting for at least five years, and you're going to love him. And he's going to be a pillar of the community, and you're going to fall in love with him. He's going to be a social media, and all the women are, oh, God, he's good looking. The women are going to love him. Oh, my God. Jessica already said it. Oh, he's cute. Yeah. Okay. Winner. Chiefs got this stuff figured out, man. Don't worry about the Chiefs in the offseason. They also signed safety Tyree Gillespie from Mizzou. He was on the practice squad for a little bit last year. They brought him back in. We'll see if he makes the team. That's a minor deal the Chiefs did on Thursday. But it brings up a bigger topic, and that is, does this empower the Royals across the parking lot to sign Trevor Bauer? Trevor Bauer is still an all-star caliber pitcher. The Royals could have never afforded Trevor Bauer before he was wrongly accused of beating, assaulting, raping a woman who lived in San Diego while he pitched for the Dodgers in L.A. and came up on the weekend to live with him on the weekend when the Dodgers were at home to have rough sex. They both readily admit their sex life was different than most. It was a little more physical. It was rough. They, were, they did things, whatever. Who am I to judge? This only came out because she charged him, or they tried to charge him with crimes. This has been going on for two years plus with Trevor Bauer, and he's been blackballed by baseball, Major League Baseball, not just the teams. They took action against him. It's all gone. She's paid no penalty. He was never charged with a crime. He was never sued. The lawsuit, he countersued her and won the lawsuit and collected $1 from her. So let's make this perfectly clear. We've seen one man falsely accused of crimes he did not commit that said, I'm going to protect my name. I'm going to countersue and come after you. And when he won, he won, he won. This is important. He won. She was the criminal. He was not. He won and accepted $1 from her. $1 to prove that he won. And he hasn't pitched in over two years now. And he's sitting out there as a free agent and the Royals can grab him. And it could be all incentives. They could sign him for $2 million a year plus incentives on wins, strikeouts, appearances. They could put morality clauses in there that Major League Baseball doesn't normally like or the Players Union doesn't allow, but he'd waive all that. Put any morality clause in there you want, Trevor Bauer is saying, somebody hire me so I don't have to go to back to Japan and pitch. He doesn't want to pitch in Japan. What the hell are the Royals doing? They upgraded their starting pitching this year dramatically. Do you want to really give it a shot in the arm? How about go get a Cy Young candidate in your rotation? What are you waiting on? You're worried that some of the sordid details of their relationship came out? It's 2024. There's freaks in the world. It's legal to be weird. Okay? I don't know what you do. You don't know what I do. It doesn't matter. We're not committing crimes. People are allowed to have relationships. We're way past the point of, I mean, I don't even understand it. We're so open and inclusive to Pride Night and some of the unfathomable sexual activity that occurs between consenting adults and the Royals celebrate that, but you can't sign Trevor Bauer 
because some of the sort of details came out about their relationship of how they would have these wild sex weekends when he wasn't pitching and they were home in LA and she'd drive up to San Diego. That's, that's what's got you bothered. This doesn't make any sense. Royals take a cue from the chiefs for God's sake, go get Trevor Bauer and put him on the roster. Let's go. Let's win the division. Trevor Bauer, if he's back to form and really pitching, the Royals might instantly become the favorite to win the division. I'm not kidding. Their starting pitching could be so good, people would go, oh my God, look at this rotation. What are you doing? I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm at a loss. I just don't get it. The Chiefs have shown you the way for crying out loud, go grab it. Trevor Bauer is just sitting out there. KKHI is brought to you by bstock.net in Olathe. Right now, celebrating a retail TV price drop. Hey, they're already 30% less than Best Buy, Nebraska Furniture Mart, and Costco. Sam's Club, all of them, we know that. They got to go. They got stuff now that's just got to go. They they got truckloads and shipments of things. Their warehouse is packed. Samsung AU8000 75-inch TV is $499. This is ridiculous. The Lenovo Idea Center AIO 4 gigabyte is just $299 brand new. They're $449 at Best Buy. Gamers, it's all there. Xbox, Series 10 bundle. Go grab it. $470. 65-inch OLED TV, over $1,500 everywhere else. $989 at B-Stock. They're all on the showroom floor. They're also online at bstock.net. They will ship any of these products to you if you need accessories, cords, items, Apple products. They ship them worldwide, anywhere you want them. If you live in the Kansas City area, it is worth your Saturday drive to Olathe, 14680 South Laming Road. There is no frills. You walk in, it's like a flea market. Their retail area is not shiny and bright. It's not, uh, you know, all fancy and you, sales reps walk out. No, no, these people are friendly. They know what the heck they're doing. The floor's a little scuffed. Jeffrey, the old Toys R Us mascot, is still on the floor. But you're going to save money. And if you like to save money, it's bstock.net. Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC. What a beautiful day Saturday will be to go car shopping. If you'd like to visit the showroom, we'd be honored. If you took the drive to Excelsior Springs and checked out all the Chevys and GMCs at Roberts Robinson. They're home of the lifetime warranty. And if you don't see what you want at Roberts Robinson, They'll find it for you. They'll get on the computer and say, hey, here's one we can get in uh, later today or tomorrow. We can get this one for you. You want to get this one? Or let's just take 20 minutes and build it out. Let's get on the computer screen. Tell us what you want. I want a Silverado. I want it this color. I want these wheels. I want this package. I want the ZR2. I want all this. They'll build it, and it'll be there in a few weeks. It's really, really simple. But it starts with talking to the nice folks at Roberts Robinson. They are great American patriots. I'm telling you. (laughs) It's Trumpville on that showroom floor. It is. It's cool. Uh, Excelsior Springs is cool. I love it. They got a great barbecue place there if you want to grab some lunch while you're in town and an awesome Mexican restaurant, make a day of it. Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC in Excelsior Springs, online at robertsrobinson.com, home of the lifetime warning. And my friend Ron Buck over at Buck Disposal Company, who got tired of calling call centers in Chicago looking for giant disposal units to be put on his job sites, and they'd go rip a roof, roof off you know, you got to tear it apart before you put the new one on. And the dumpster wasn't there on time. And he's like, these people are clowns. These corporate-owned things are clown shows. So he went out and bought 100 disposal containers. And he's servicing, obviously, his own jobs. But he bought enough that he's starting a disposal company as well. He can work with your company 
or you individually, if you're just cleaning out. If you need a giant disposal container at your property, call 913-242-7695 or log on to buckdisposal.com. It's a simple promise. Their customers, a disposal container is a disposal container. What Ron is promising you is better service than anyone else, and he'll deliver it. BuckDisposal.com. College basketball this weekend. It's going to be interesting to watch Kansas play Texas, 5 o'clock on Saturday. Texas isn't very good. They're okay. They're a bubble team. They got a chance to make it. They're 6-7 and seven in the Big 12. Most people think you got to get nine wins in the Big 12 to get there. We'll see. They're 17-9 and nine overall, so they're squarely a bubble team. They've got some athletes. They're not exciting and as good as Texas has been. This, this looks like a game Kansas should win, and they're at home. Kansas always wins at home, so that's a, obviously a big part of it. This is not one of the better teams. There's seven or eight teams in the Big 12 better than Texas, that's for sure. So Kansas should win this game. What I want to see is how they look because they're talking this week like, you know, they rested all week. They've had a full week off. Ice baths, stretching, a lot of work on defensive scheming, you know, how to, how to, you know, work off picks and shifts and moves defensively. That Texas Tech game a couple of weeks ago was for KU, what the Chiefs Christmas Day Raiders game was for the Chiefs. That was their Waterloo, man. That was it. And Bill Self has focused, focused, focused on defense. I think he knows he is not going to have a great offensive team, that they may have a good shooting night where they hit a bunch of threes in a game, but it's not something they can just count on every night to just go out and hit a bunch of threes and score a bunch of points. So it's about defense and transition. If they can score on the run, they're good at that. In the half-court offense, it's about getting it to Big Dickerson down low. We know what that's about. Work it into the big guy, and if you miss, let him crash the boards. So they're really figuring out who they are, but they're all talking like their legs are back, like they just feel differently this week. McCuller practiced yesterday at the time of the recording of this podcast. We're not sure what his role will be Saturday. I think maybe more rest and more time off for Kevin McCuller is not a bad idea. I think Kansas beats Texas without Kevin McCuller. Now, maybe Bill Self thinks differently, and it doesn't matter. If McCuller's healthy, he'll just play. But it seems like what Kansas is doing is, and players have said this, the Big 12's in the back of their mind. They're still alive in the Big 12. They're alive. It's, it's not a great situation for Kansas at this point in the Big 12. They're 8-5. and five. Houston's 10-3. and three. There's a return game at Houston the last game of the year. So if Kansas won that game, they'd push with Houston. They could theoretically tie them and maybe win a tiebreaker and win the Big 12. Iowa State's a game ahead of KU. Uh, so there's that as well, and the game in Ames comes into play. So, I, you know, I think Kansas is doing the right thing. I just don't think they should be too worried about winning the regular season Big 12. They're in great position. They're seated higher than the computers are showing them in many cases. I saw CBS Sports does a power poll, and they have Kansas at 13th, but the computer that matters has KU as a two-seed right now. That's pretty good business. So if that's where you've got with your seven top 25 wins, don't worry about the Big 12. Worry about a month from now. And I just think that's what Kansas is all about. I think they've got Saturday's game against Texas. I think they've got two tough games left. The other ones are easy. They're at Baylor next Saturday and at Houston two Saturdays from now. I don't see them winning at Houston. That would surprise me if they won at Houston. That really would. At Baylor, Baylor plays everybody close. Bottom line, Kansas is going to have a chance to win that game. If Kansas only loses one more going forward, they'll easily be a two seed. 
we can see that. I don't know how important the NCAA tournament will be to, or the Big 12 tournament will be to them. I kind of, I, I, I don't, I don't want to speak for KU fans, but isn't it kind of refreshing to not be so worried about a streak or a conference or whatever and know that your coach right now is just fully focused on a month from now? Like, I want my team to be rested, healthy, and playing their best ball in the NCAA tournament. It's kind of a different MO for Kansas, but that's where they are. And a lot of folks think that is just a terrific spot for them to be in. The Royals and Rangers play on Friday. It's the first game of the year. There's been a wild week with uniforms. We saw the quick trip patch thing with the Royals and and it, around baseball. It's just worse than other patches because it's red. It needs to be blue or black. Just put a black quick trip patch on there or something. The red stands out too much. Everybody's making fun of it. It, it, it's not right. It's too big. It's there's, there's a lot of problems with it, but whatever. The real problem here is the baseball uniforms have switched this year, and the Royals will don them today. Nike has made new uniforms. They've allowed a company called Fanatics to manufacture them. I don't understand this. I thought Nike was an apparel company, but Nike designs the uniforms and Fanatics manufactures. You can see through the pants. The jerseys are cheap. Their performance wear, they they look wrinkly. They don't look good. On the back of the uniform, you can barely see the person's name. The letters are muted on the back of the name. The jersey, when it tucks in the pants, you can see where the shirt comes down, and you can see it. You can see the underwear. And there are pictures everywhere from spring training of guys' nutsacks. I'm just saying it. I'm just just putting it out there. They fit a little too tight, a little too snug, and they're too thin. And there's a bulge. And we see pitchers kick their leg up in the air. I'm, I'm, it's a podcast, folks. I'm an honest guy. Their nuts are just sticking out. Their package is just, whoop, it's just right there for everybody to see. These uniforms are a disaster. One baseball writer who covers all of Major League Baseball tweeted, the names on the back are nearly invisible. Players' nut sacks and sponsor patches now visible from International Space Station. <laughs> it's true. Really, the only option now is to put on those long performance shorts underneath. You know what I'm talking about? That basically almost go down to your knees, which no ball player wants to wear, especially when it's hot. The idea was these things are cooler, but you can see through them. The white ones, you can see right through them. I don't want to know what happens if somebody sharts. And it happens. You're playing sports. It happens. Your stomach's having a bad day. You're out there playing ball. You got an issue, man. There's nothing wrong with people doing that. Everybody's done it. We've all been there. We've all been to a point where like, oh God, I can't quite hold that. Or you can't trust it when you try to pass a little gas. I can't trust that one. These uniforms? (laughs) I don't know what they're going to do, man. Season's March 28th. The Royals start. Go back to the old ones until they fix the new ones. It's a real thing. I'm telling you, the package bulge is insane. Some of the pictures that are out there, that you can, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Uh, baseball's blown it on this one. Nike has blown it big time, and Fanatics have blown it. We'll see. Daniel Lynch on the hill for the Royals Friday against the Rangers. Yeah, it's looked apparently very good. It's going to get a chance to be in the starting rotation. There's a spot. Probably in the rotation, a spot. Royals signed a couple free agents. They got Brady Singer. They got Cole Reagans from last year. There's a spot available. We know rotations aren't just five guys. 
They're eight because dudes get hurt. They get shoulder stiffness. They sit for three weeks at a time. You need more than that. So Daniel Lynch getting every shot. He is starting the first game of the preseason. Do not read anything into that. I'll just say that. And all around baseball, the buzz of spring training is not Bobby Witt's contract. It's not, hey, the Royals have this guy. They signed Hunter Renfro. They got this guy. The buzz around baseball is Michael Garcia at third base. There are growing metrics. In the offseason, a lot of people do work on metrics and look at things. His ability to hit the fastball is so good. He's like top seven in all of baseball as a fastball hitter. Uh, the growing word around Major League Baseball is the Royals may have a star at third base in Michael Garcia. I'm not calling that shot. I liked what I saw last year, but I'm not calling that shot yet. It seems almost impossible that the Royals got their ace, their open, likely their opening day starter, and a stud third baseman lot like scrap heaps. But it happens. A lot of former Royals went to other teams and became great. We've seen that. So it is on. A reminder that we do patron podcasts here. I've been kind of promoting this. I've got a goal of adding 100 patrons this year. I'd love to add 100 patrons because we do three podcasts a week in the newsletter on the weekend, and the people that are in the patrons enjoy it. On Thursdays, we do something called Between the Lines 2.0. Generally speaking, about 40 or 45 times a year, I have Danny Klinkscale on, and we talk a lot of sports like the old radio show, but we also we don't get much into politics. But we also talk about some arts, lifestyle, some things like that. Movie, when I say arts, I'm not talking about the symphony here. I'm talking about movies, music, things that we all kind of have in common. And a topic came up yesterday. I'm going to play a little clip here. We actually started with this. Uh, I mentioned on one of the podcasts that Billy Joel has his first song out in 30 years called Turn the Lights Back On. I'm in love with this ballad. His voice sounds different and better than I've ever heard it. And it has me questioning how is his voice better at age 74 or whatever he is than when he was 24. It doesn't make sense to me. None of it does. Then the video comes out, the official video of this song, and it's AI. They used artificial intelligence to make Billy Joel like he looked in the 70s at a piano, like he looked in the 80s, and like he looked in the 90s when he was cutting 20 years worth of songs, and he's actually singing this new song in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. It looks identical to what he wore. He's at the piano, and then they cut to him today where it's 2024, and he's 74 years old, and it's an unbelievable video, just Go to YouTube or Google it and watch the video. It is remarkable what they've done with Billy Joel on this video. It is insane. And it's got everybody in the music industry talking, what's going on here? Okay, because the video obviously is fake. Is his voice altered? Have they done more than just going into the studio and added bass or tweaking it or whatever's going on? I don't know. Danny's wife is a classical trained singer. She's an opera singer. Music's a big part of their life. He knows a lot about music, so I asked Danny what he makes of all this with the new Billy Joel song. Well, you can do so much with the person actually singing, but the production values are, you know, my wife, is, of course, is a singer, and so she's always looking out for, you know, oh, they, could, uh, they obviously are auto-tuning that person, you know, whatever. You know, you don't really know exactly what they're doing. It could be just really good production values and, you know, the way that they're processing the microphones and things like that. So, I mean, you can, you can, I mean, any time somebody's working in a studio, generally you're going to get something enhanced, uh, even if they are singing dead live. Uh, so 
I would say if, if somebody wants to say, was it just totally acapella singing? I would probably say no. Yeah. All right. There you go. Just some more of the fun stuff that we do on the patron podcast that we don't generally do here. We just do a lot of different things on the patron podcast. If you'd like to join, I'd be honored to have you. It's five ninety nine a month. KK It takes less than five minutes to sign up and you're on board. We'll have the newsletter out sometime on Saturday. So if you sign up today, you'll get the newsletter on Saturday. We'd love to have you. It's kkhasissues.com. All right. Our news today is brought to you by Advantage Termite and Pest Control online at advantagetpc.com. You're going to start seeing bugs flying around and critters, guys. Now is the time to call Advantage and make the switch this year for annual service for 2024. Advantage Termite and Pest Control will handle it all. Most times you won't even know they're coming. The outdoor service, they just come, they do it. They're professional. They're awesome. When they need to get indoors, they notify you and let you know what's a good time for you. And if you ever have a problem between services, they come right out and take care of it free. What's better than that? AdvantageTPC.com is 913-768-8989. Make this call. You will be glad you do for Advantage Termite and Pest Control. North Kansas City Dental is online at NKCDental.com. They also do aesthetics at North Kansas City Aesthetics right next door to North Kansas City Dental. Dr. Bill Bush has an award-winning team of dentists and nurses to take care of you. He's the basically the team dentist of the Chiefs since 2012. He's the dentist at the Big 12 tournament coming up. He once got a Texas player back in the game after he got his mouth popped and teeth knocked out. He got the bleeding stopped and got him back out there on the floor, got a mouthpiece for him, and was good to go. And this guy's so into sports, and he's so into conservatism and America. Why would you go to any other dentist? NKCDental.com, 816-471-2911. It's time for a checkup. And what a great day to shop for patio furniture Saturday at Amini's, home of the Copper Dome. This is Amini's. Outdoor furniture is emphasized right now at Amini's to enhance your outdoor life this spring, this summer. 105th and Metcalf, they got all kinds of outdoor furniture right there. You can see, you can sit on it, feel it, in stock, ready to go. Others, you can go through swatch books and see the different cloths and patterns and pick a pattern and have it made for you. It'll be here in a few weeks and have it exactly like she likes it. She can pick out her own patterns. Can you imagine? 105th and Metcalf in Overland Park. This is Aminis online at Aminis.com. Love those folks. Catherine Herridge was a reporter for CBS News. She got fired. She, well, she got laid off in the layoffs at CBS News. You remember her from Fox News. She covered the State Department. She covered like real news. Like you've never heard an opinion from Catherine Herridge. She would come on and give you real news. Like this is a hard news reporter. She's a stud. That doesn't make sense. She's a stud. She's awesome. CBS cans her as part of their layoffs because she is at her core conservative. But at her core, more than being conservative, she's a journalist. She wants to find the truth for the American people. At CBS News, she had been working on the Robert Herr report on the Biden documents, corruption with President Biden in Ukraine, and Hunter's laptop. Those were her three main assignments, and she was reporting frequently on these. She's an investigative reporter. She was getting sources. She was finding things out. She was actually somebody who was doing her job at CBS. So obviously, when they're going to cut 20% of the workforce, she's gone. She's out. CBS has had enough of her snooping around the Democrats. So she's out. We have now learned through a report that after she was out, CBS News went to her home, seized her computers, her records, and all her files. 
They didn't just lock her out of the office, take away her key, and say, we'll, come, we'll let you know when you can come box your stuff up. They didn't just do that at the office. They went and got all of her stuff. That was affiliated with CBS News, which apparently they have a right to do as an employer if you're working from home and they've given you equipment and things of this nature. So this does not pass the smell test. I bring it up here as foundation and groundwork for a future podcast because I think there's going to be more news on this story. We don't know much about it right now other than she was lumped in with a bunch of other people. She was conservative doing real journalism about the Democrats' corruption. And after they got rid of her, they seized all her stuff. Like they went and grabbed her stuff and it's gone. It's not her property anymore. Important to know. The Teamsters have a super PAC, Political Action Committee. The PAC has given the maximum donation to the Trump campaign. The Teamsters union is a big union. That's a big deal. The rank and file we know are Trump voters. We know this about all these unions. All the unions, the police union, the firefighters, they're all switching in there for Trump now. The heads of these unions have been in bed with the Democrats forever. The funny thing about unions is the people at the top make, it's like politics. They make millions. They make millions of dollars. Not just the CEO or the president of a, of a union. It's all their lawyers, their in-house lawyers, their counsel, all, all these people. They're all getting rich. There's just a lot of money to be made running a union. They have been, for most of my life, at odds with their rank and file. My dad was in the local 101. The people that ran the union were making an awful lot of money. And they're Democrats. And they would always tell everyone in the union to vote for Democrats. Trump comes along, and maybe it started happening before this, but Trump, really, in 2015, was the end of the union bosses telling union members how to vote. Because union members put their middle finger up and says, we don't care who you tell us to vote for. We're voting for this guy. He gets us. We're voting for this guy. Well, now we're starting to see the heads of the union bow to the rank and file and say, okay, we really, more than politicians, need the rank and file to keep paying their dues. <laughs> so we keep our jobs running this thing. So the Teamsters, for example, are like, okay, we're all in with Trump. Police union, we're all in with Trump. Firefighters, we're all in with Trump. Auto workers, maybe. We know the auto workers are all in with Trump. How long can the heads of the auto workers be in favor of Democrats pushing for electric vehicles that nobody wants? This is good stuff, folks. This is a win. I love to bring you a win every day. I love seeing this. Teamsters, political action committee, maximum donation, Trump campaign. Teamsters, unions. It's going to take a new coalition for us to get this country back. We need black voters. We need Hispanic voters. We need them in droves. We need more women. The women don't like Trump. We need more women this time. We need suburban moms. We need them. We need them to say, you know what? Abortion really doesn't affect me. I'm married. I got a couple of kids. The abortion thing is not a big deal. Trump's policies are better for my family. That's what we need. We need more American voters to say, we don't care about the person as much as we care about the policy. If we can get back the policy in this country, conservatives will win and they will win big. And we'll probably win big for a long, long time, to be quite honest about it. South Carolina primary is Saturday. I don't know why this is a story. I'm not going to spend any time on it. Trump's going to kill Nikki Haley. I don't know why Nikki Haley is in this. I don't know why the media keep giving her airtime. I don't understand this at all. Let's, let's, let's make this perfectly clear. The only thing you need to know about the presidential election this year is 
there is a far greater chance that Trump is on your ballot than Biden. Why are we talking about Nikki Haley? Trump is in. Trump, Trump's on the ballot. That's done. Trump's on. There's no lawsuit. There's nothing that nothing out there is going to stop him. These things are all going to get delayed past the election. Nobody's going to have the stomach for it. It's it's delayed. It's not Trump's on the ballot. Question is, is Biden? So why are we talking about the South Carolina primary and Nikki Haley? And who really cares? Nikki Haley. Goodbye, Nikki. Get out. Do us all a favor and leave. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser had a great idea. This rocket scientist that runs D.C., crime-infested D.C., poverty D.C., decided she's got some extra money laying around. She picked out 135 single moms, poverty moms, lots of kids, no money, deadbeat dads, the worst stories in America. You know this story. Now, birth control's free. Planned Parenthood. A lot of places you can get birth control free. We got to blame some moms here for being single moms. 135 single moms. She offers them up either $900 a month for a year or $10,800 all at once. Well, which option do you think most of these moms took? (laughs) First of all, why give them an option? If you want to send them $900 a month, you might do maybe do some good. You offer him $10,801 check, and what happens? Well, we've got a story this week of a mom who took the $10,800 and immediately took her three children on vacation to Miami. She spent $6,000 in five days on a luxurious four-star vacation and then told the media, quote, I wanted to blow it. I wanted to have fun. She paid $180 to have her hair and nails done before she left. She took them on a boat outing because she wanted to see, she wanted the kids to see super yachts and how the rich live. She bought them all toys for the trip and new beach clothes. So they'd be, you know, have nice swim trunks and everything on the beach for five days. $6,000, more than half of it, she blew on one trip. The rest of it, she says, well, I've still got some of it. That's a lie. That's a lie. Come on. Muriel Bowser, Washington. You're hurting people. Giving money to people hurts them. It makes them dependent. You're not a good person for doing this. You're not helping in any way, these single moms. You're not. People got to do for themselves. The government cannot fix. There are people in the world that will not help themselves. They won't. And it's terrible. For a spe- Look, I don't feel sorry for this lady. I feel sorry for the kids, that that's the family they were born into. That sucks. But you know what? They're still born in America. They're going to be taken care of. They weren't born in some war-torn third-world country where they could die from a mortar shell flying over at any moment or starve to death in three weeks. So even our worst, the people who have it worst here, don't have it the worst on earth. We're all, the whole country is still like five percenters. Even our lowest poverty level people are living better here than in other countries. It's terrible. You can't, the government cannot fix the outcomes. You can't. If you're a bad mom, if you're a slutty mom that had all these kids with different men and they ran off and you're broke, you did it. You're a terrible person. It's on you and it sucks to be those kids. We got plenty of stories of kids like that that grew up, actually paid attention and became millionaires. Didn't like living that way. Saw something better, worked for it and did it. 
That can happen too. And it does. Libs of TikTok has been disabled by an outfit called Stripe. Stripe is a pay service. So Libs of TikTok, the lady who does this, has gotten rich off this. It's a wonderful site to follow on Twitter mostly, but on other platforms. All she has done the last five, seven years is find wacky, crazy liberals on social media, most of them on TikTok, some of them on Facebook. They post videos of their weird lifestyles and bizarre things that they believe in. Most of it is narcissistic. They just sit there on camera and they tell you about how the world should be. And all she does is repost them. And people in a mainstream platform are like, whoa, look at the crazy people in the world. This thing's blown up. Millions of people now follow it. Really important, powerful people follow it. I think she was bought by Babylon B or something. They own it. She starts a newsletter. People subscribe to her newsletter. They pay her five bucks a month or whatever for the newsletter each week. And she gets paid through an outfit called Stripe. It's a pay service. They cut her funds off. They shut her off and they cut off her money. And she stayed quiet. And after a month, she says, I'm not going to stay quiet anymore. I'm going public with this. And she tweets it out and lets people know what Stripe has done to her. They don't like her. They don't like what she does because it's effective. It's getting the truth out there about liberals, especially liberals on TikTok. It's all good. There's nothing wrong with what she does. Again, almost never has an opinion. She just reposts other people's crazy stuff and is making piles of money doing it. She's so good at it. Stripe is now answering to the media after this was posted, and they said this was an administrative problem. We will correct it and get her back online soon. They claim that the fact that her handle was libs of TikTok somehow confused Stripe that they thought it was a TikTok account and the pay wasn't getting there. That's bull because she was getting paid for months and months and months when it was stopped and disabled. They'll get it fixed. We're winning. Free speech is winning. Any platform we can get it out there, even this little humble podcast, anywhere we can get the truth out there and get people seeing it and talking about it is winning. Winning, winning, winning. You want a winning smile? Fry Orthodontics is the place to go. 14 locations in our area get your smile for life. They really value individual goals and eliminate excessive treatment with Invisalign, ceramic braces, or metal braces. It's fryorthodontics.com. Your first appointment is free. Cross Kitchens KC is online at crosskitchenskc.com. Family owned and operated. This is Kansas City's home remodeler. Tim Cross would love to visit with you personally in your home. Just give him a call at 898-7047. It's an 816 number. 898-7047, crosskitchenskc.com. And the Blue Mountain Hotel in Manhattan welcomes you to stay and play. You want to stay there and play golf at Colbert Hills this spring? What a great outing that would be. Take some buddies. Maybe you've got a fraternity reunion this summer or an anniversary thing or graduation or a wedding party or a soccer tournament or baseball. If you're staying in Manhattan, there's really only one place. BlueModHotel.com and Goolsby's Indoor Entertainment Center. Oh, it is so fun. So fun. I can't wait to play Colbert Hills again this year. I love to play it at least once every single year. Our final final is a strange story. There's a viral sensation out there. This is something you can't, I mean, no marketing team would ever dream up. Like we went through the Bud Light thing with the tranny, trans, I'm sorry, the transgender person. I never know whether that's, that's a transgender male or female. I don't know which to say. With the Bud Light thing, we saw that in Kid Rock. Oh, by the way, Kid Rock has apologized in his back drinking Bud Light. 
had the CEO of Anheuser-Busch down to his place in Nashville for the weekend with their top team. They drank Bud Light all weekend. He said, I never wanted to like crush your company. I was just having fun with my machine gun. I thought you guys were douchebags for allowing this chick to do this thing. And so I shot up some cans, but I didn't mean, you know, like it's over. My goal is not to destroy a company and destroy people's jobs. Kid Rock's with me. Trump's with me. I was there first. Okay. It's time to let go of the Bud Light thing. It's okay. Their company is not liberal. They're not Nike. They're not Starbucks. They're not Lululemon. They're not a lot of these places. That's not Anheuser-Busch. Kid Rock has done the Joe Rogan experience and has said that now. He's come out and said, no, I got, I got, I got nothing on them. They're, they've, they've been punished enough. It was not my goal to punish them. I was making a statement and these are good dudes. I, I like, we're kind of like friends. He likes the CEO of Bud Light. They offered him a bunch of money to do commercials. I'm not taking any money from you. Not doing it. That's not my game. I'm not doing it. So he turned the money down to do ads or whatever. But he has said, look, we drank Bud Light all weekend. I'm, I'm, done. I'm not boycotting them. I made my statement. They're not going to do it again. They learned their lesson. But this one wasn't even devised by a marketing team with Pizza Hut. This has happened organically, and I love stories like this. You've seen Pizza Hut television commercial. They have the black comedian on there, Craig Robinson. I don't know Craig Robinson. I don't know what show he was on. Was he on The Office maybe? I don't know. I, I guess when I see the spots, I know he's a celebrity, but I don't know him. So I didn't know his name until today for this story. I'm like, oh, that's Craig Robinson. Okay, I've never heard the name, but that's his name. That's who he is. Again, I don't know him. So he's on their spots and you've seen the spots. They're like 70s retro things and he's got this Afro and it, hearkening back to a day when we all went to Pizza Hut and ate and all that stuff. Well, they've got him doing songs on their hold music. Like if you call Pizza Hut and they put you on hold for a second to order pizza, they have music that plays. But it's not like a playlist, you know, of Journey songs or something. That's not what it is. It's Craig Robinson singing songs about pizza and stuff. And apparently it's gone viral. People can't get enough. They're literally calling Pizza Hut, asking to be put on hold so they can hear the music and hear what he's singing about. Because I guess it's funny. It's clever. It's tricky. And they can't get enough. But this is the young people are doing this. And it's weird because most people think young people don't know how to make a phone call. I was talking with my sister the other day. My kids don't call me. They'll text every now and then. Whatever. They, don't, they, don't, they don't talk on the phone. It's not a bad thing that when you're in public, you don't want to be talking on the phone. But apparently, young kids everywhere with their phones are calling Pizza Hut and asking to be placed on hold so they can hear the hold music by Craig Robinson. There you go. Our final final at KKHI. Man, you have a great weekend. Keep hitting that like, follow, or subscribe button. That's free, by the way. If you haven't done that yet, please do that. You'll get the notification every day that the podcast is up. And if you do me a great favor this weekend, just somebody that you run into that you know is a conservative and they're a sports fan, they love Kansas City, tell them about the podcast. Just one person. Find one person and tell them, hey, if you've never listened to a podcast, it's really easy. You can do it right on your phone. It goes right through the radio in your car. It's the simplest thing ever. If you're doing it, they can do it. It is not hard. Anyone can do it. I appreciate it if you just found one person and told them Kevin Keatsman has issues. Kevin Keatsman Has Issues has been presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC and is produced by Crooked Tail Media. Please hit the like or follow button wherever you listen or give us a review. For premium content podcasts and weekly newsletter, join as a patron at kkhasissues.com for as little as $5 a month. Support all our sponsors and other conservative businesses at the kklist.com. This has been a production of Cricket Tail Media Incorporated.